0: I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. No, no, no. This is going to be huge! 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I will bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that, jerk with the back.
1: <laughs>
0: and welcome! You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. I guess I'm Nick Engstead, and joining me as always, my co host, contributor at Mavs.com, the hand washer extraordinaire. The one more thing King, what you got for me, Isaac Harris?
1: Oh man, day one of no NBA, and how long will this continue? Um, at least for 30 days, and that was uh what Adam Silver uh, said today. Uh, He circulated Twitter, and you know, he said that on the special TNT broadcast tonight, which. I just love that crew inside the NBA. It's weird how much, like Ernie and Shaq and these guys, like years ago, it was just like laughing stock and like they would just say dumb things and all this stuff. And now we've seen them still in say dumb th- things. They still say dumb things, but it's <laughs> still like now we've seen them in like dumb moments. And it's like, all right, I need uh, Kenny and Shaq and those guys to like get us through this, you know? And uh, But anyway, uh, <coughs> the league is, yeah, on a hiatus for at least 30 days and. We're gonna talk about it again a little bit today. Uh, some different things that happen uh, throughout today. It feels like going forward, something new is going to come out or be said or something uh, every na- day now, it feels like.
0: Yeah, so if you did not listen yesterday, just know we're not going anywhere. We're still gonna find stuff. Isaac and I just had, uh, we had a very, very proper pitch meeting where we sat down, we came up with ideas. Uh, we, we had a brainstorming session, a think tank, if you will. It uh, came up with a whole bunch of good ideas for you know the time that we have until the NBA comes back, and we don't know when that is. They'll reassess after 30 days, like Isaac said. That's what Adam Silver said today. So we will figure out until then. Um, but we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're still going to stay here. We're still going to do five days a week. Um, you know, we know that a lot of you guys bring us to work with you, and hopefully, a lot of you guys are still able to go to work. Hopefully, you know, a lot of you are able to um, go. You know, work from home, things like that. Hopefully, you still listen to us and keep us part of your daily routine. We appreciate you guys. Hope you guys all stay safe, absolutely, uh, and everything like that. Uh, again, and w- shout out to everybody who listened to us yesterday. A lot of you listened yeah. uh,
1: yesterday, and you know, obviously, it was a it was a big day, but uh, really cool to see uh,
0: the listener
1: downloader turnout.
0: Yeah, the count. Everybody that was upset about the pay about the Spurs game came back. So I appreciate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or did it came back?
1: It's like thousands go away after a, a huge loss, and then you know they come
0: back. It's after fun. It. it was funny to look and see the it went down straight down, and then it went straight back up. So I really appreciate <laughs> that. Um, so I also want to open this up because I think this is still important, and I appreciate those of you that have reached out. Uh, if you are having to be quarantined, if you're having to work at home, uh, that can be a really tough thing, and to not have interaction with people. Um, to not have somebody you can feel like you can talk to, even just text or DM on Twitter. Um, our DMs are open, so if you're having a hard time, if you're struggling, if you're dealing with any kind of depression, uh, we're not you know, therapists, we're not psychologists or anything like that, um, psychiatrists or anything like that, but we're a friend here to help, and you listen to us all the time, and a lot of you say, man, it feels like we're friends, especially on Hot Mic. people always say to me on our, our streams, feels like I know you uh, and we want to get to know you too especially if you're dealing with a hard time and we can help in any way possible so reach out to us um, a couple people have already you know done that today and so I appreciate those that have and we're here for you I just want to open that up and make sure you guys know that there's someone out there you know that'll, that'll care about you and, and try to help you out um, by being a friend
1: yeah and we're you know like Nick said we've been uh, brainstorming different things uh, just how we can use this pod that you know if it's two weeks four weeks or however long that you know we realize that a lot of people look forward to a lot of different versions of sports and not just NBA there's a lot of people listening to this that you're an NBA fan uh, baseball coming up and March Madness and all this you know all of a sudden the sports world is put on hold and you know, there's you check Twitter and, you know, there's already jokes and memes of like, what do I do with my life right now? And so, you know, we've brainstormed things like, yeah, using how can we use hot mic to schedule some things, you know, maybe coming up, maybe next week, one night that we can all hop on together. We could do a fun game pod and interact and y'all you know, ask questions and it's coming. All stuff. We're going to do yeah.
0: a hot mic game pod for sure. We're not sure exactly what day we're going to do it, uh, but sometime next week we'll do a game pod live on hot mic um we'll do it around like eight o'clock central something like that and so everybody can jump on we'll do probably a couple hours of of games and we'll we'll, you know we'll have fun and play and then we'll record our our actual podcast and so uh make sure you check out hot mic uh you can click the link in the description below i'll still keep doing some um we'll be broadcasting on there we'll be using the podcast to broadcast on hot mic so uh that's still a thing all right um Man, I want to say on the show today, but we really don't have a, a huge plan for today. We just wanted to uh, reconnect and we wanted to um, talk about the stuff that's already happened. Donovan Mitchell has been tested positive for coronavirus, and it seems like none of the other jazz members have, which was I think at least a positive for you know what they what, what Rudy Gobert was painted to having been doing, right? If that's, a, yeah. if that's a sentence, but the way he seemed you know pretty reckless um, about it and. For only Donovan Mitchell to come down with it I think is a little bit of a positive not for him but for everyone else um, and then man we're just hearing from so many people about you know yeah. so many things and it just feels like nobody knows anything and we're all just kind of kind of buckle down and and wait until you know the powers that be decide in 30 days what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah and that's we have hammered this point home you know on multiple pods now since this uh, situation is, came about that we're just all living in the unknown right now. You know, Nick and I, in our brainstorming thing, we're thinking about different guests that we could have on. We're like, you know, we could reach out to different, you know, a few guests and stuff, uh, some new guests, some old guests, but then it's like, okay, well we're not really having on to talk about the situation because nobody really knows anything else about it. No one knows like what's going to happen, you know, through it. There's, you know, what, we all know right now is, I mean, even Woj on SportsCenter, the most plugged in guy, you know, he's given brief stuff, but he's still just trying to figure stuff out. So there's not really, there's not, it's not like there's a bunch of insiders experts right now on the NBA situation. So we're just all just allowing it to unfold and see, you know, what's going to happen. But um, man, yeah. Like you said, I, I think one of the things today was, you know, Rudy Gobert has become a target, you know, obviously, through the whole situation. And he's become the, you know, the um, scapegoat in a way. The scapegoat, but, you know, like the spokesperson, the the, The um, face... The yes, the face, the player face for the situation, and you know, and obviously so because you know he uh, was just a wording of his tweet about Rudy Gobert and how careless he was, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, dang, like you know, people will definitely have their opinions uh, you know, on, on Gobert through that. And should we read? Uh, I saw a jazz, uh, a jazz SB. Uh, nation blog today that uh tried to uh, not really take up for go bear a little bit but they were getting hammered uh, pretty good online um but i think i don't think um i mean would you say agree that both of us think
0: that you know mitchell's not the last as far the as last players in the are? nba yeah probably not um, they're still you know trying to get tested people and try and figure that out and I can't imagine with all the time now that these NBA reporters have that we won't know as soon as it happens, right? As soon as, yeah. soon as you know, one of these guys tested positive. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski's tweet, by the way, if you didn't read it. Jazz star Donovan Mitchell has tested positive for the coronavirus. League sources tell ESPN, Jazz players privately say that Rudy Gobert had been careless in the locker room, touching other players and their belongings. Now a Jazz teammate has tested positive. Woof. I mean, yeah. Call, call him out by name. And, you know, I
1: like, you know, I actually listened to a little bit of more ESPN today than I normally do. I hardly ever watch First Take. And today I had, uh, had it on a little bit. And, you know, Max Kellerman you know, actually said something I, I really liked. And since then, we've seen Rudy do this. He said, you know, is Rudy, he asked Woj, he says, is Gobert going to take advantage of this opportunity? Is he going to speak out and be like, hey, don't do what I did and try to help other people learn from his mistakes? And since that moment, is you know, put out an Instagram post. Donovan Mitchell's put out an Instagram post and kind of just showing the severity of it because I think, it, I think it's safe to assume we all have people in our lives that really um, kind of just undersold the uh, the importance or the magnitude of the situation. Yeah. And you know, at least I did. I had a lot of people back home that was just like, hey, this is no big deal. But over the past 24 hours, a lot of people's tones have changed on that. And so there is a understand the magnitude of it but also you know staying positive at the same time and saying hey let's move forward you know we're gonna get you know gonna fight through this and and all of that but um, I'm curious to see yeah what happens we've seen a couple of soccer players I think you know have, have came out you know tested positive from this uh, as far as things getting canceled man I mean from MLB you know pushing things back MLS has put things on hold but the big one right now is March Madness in the NCAA tournament and I mean this is I mean that that's that's crazy to think about that you think about these college players that you know are all of a sudden their college careers are just done in the snap of a finger some some people some guys on there well, well most of them will never play professional basketball or, you know basketball at that level again and they're just done And then you got players that, and this is, I guess we can segue into this if you want to, just a little bit of how this, how the cancellation of NCAA tournament and them kind of um, withdrawing a little bit in in the scouting departments across the league of taking people off traveling and different things, how how will that affect the NBA draft coming up? Let's talk about it coming up.
2: available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Isaac, let's talk about that a little, a little bit because there isn't going to be a March Madness NCAA tournament, which just is insane to me to think about. I always, It always is weird to me that March Madness doesn't start like at the beginning of march right it just seems like it's yeah. march it should be here right <laughs> for, for me at least um and it it still wouldn't have started yet selection sunday would have been this sunday right this sunday and yeah. it would have came up hey, and we would have I gotten in bracket and man and now it's just not going to happen
1: north carolina's year this year i mean i at least we don't have to say they didn't make the tournament yeah you can't prove that it wasn't their year right exactly <laughs> i mean that that can't go on their books but you know Obviously scouting a player goes on for years. I mean, Luka happened years ago when they first, you know, found out about him, but There is a ton of stuff that goes into those last few months before a player is drafted. And even going to Luke, you know, going to the Lucas situation. I mean, look at the teams who flew over there to Real Madrid to see him, to see him play towards the end of, you know, his uh, career at Real Madrid. And, you know, the Sacramento Kings brass, that picture that came out with Flatty and and their owner and stuff like that with him. And, you know, Mavericks, you know, making their uh, due diligence with him and traveling and seeing him and all this different stuff. So, like, all of that, you know, for the most part, it's probably going to be put on hold, you know, as far as scout, scouts going over there, people flying over there to, to see people overseas. But even, you know, using March Madness, as it, there's always a couple players every single year that has a huge NCAA tournament, and it, it it pushes them up to draft boards a little bit. You saw that with Dante DiVincenzo? Is that how you said it? Cinzo? Dante a DiVincenzo. <laughs> You saw him in him, massive title game. Now, did that like did his NCAA tournament run? Did that propel him up into the lottery? Uh, probably not. You know, like he would probably still been a first round pick, but it definitely helped out his stock. And now you're saying, bam, no more college basketball, bam. For a lot of teams, you know, maybe not sending scouts, you know, here and there, sending different people in the front office, and then you, there's a good possibility we're not going to have anything until the NBA draft. And that's just kind of crazy to think about. We might not see the ramifications of that or know, you know, if teams are gonna be less prepared or anything like that. But it does just make it kind of curious that there's gonna be a draft months from now and it's like, dang, I haven't seen, you know, Cole Anthony, I haven't seen some of these players, I mean James Wiseman, I haven't seen him play forever, but I haven't seen a lot of these guys play basketball in forever and now they're getting drafted and stuff. I, I'm just I'm curious about that side, basketball appreciation side
0: yeah that's fascinating and it's not just that games aren't being played in ncaa and they can't watch those specific games it's that they can't travel right you can't yeah they're not going to send scouts out to go travel you know and go see all these uh players overseas and things like that and that's kind of wild too to think about that because of all the travel even that you just mentioned with you know going to see luca and all that stuff and the due diligence that they do um man and then what does it mean about the combine and what does it mean about uh the actual draft itself and Uh, man it's gonna be really interesting to see and we might not see the ramifications of this for a little while because uh, we could see this is a draft with a bunch of steals in it right (laughs) all of a sudden if this draft has four or five you know six guys even that are steals at the bottom of the first round and into the second round then we say man maybe the coronavirus actually had an effect on this and that you know a couple players dropped because they weren't able to be scouted fully you know through the tournament and then even you know scouted in person
1: yeah, and obviously this draft is—if you follow anything with this draft, this draft isn't the strongest of classes. You even look at the, the top of the class; you're looking at somebody like James Wiseman, who you don't know a ton about. You have a guy like Killian Hayes, and some of these international guys, and Anthony Edwards, and different—you know—it's just Lamelo. Like, it's a lot of guys that they a lot of them have their question marks, but there's no Luca, there's no Zion, uh, you know, there's no type of that player in, in this draft, but. Um, It doesn't even feel like there's
0: a fault in this draft, right? Where Fultz and Lonzo are kind of like the one two. It doesn't really even feel like we're super psyched about the top guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know a ton about, I haven't dug deep into this draft right now, but it doesn't feel like, you know, it feels like there's like five or six guys that can go like one right now. And,. A lot of, I mean, what's what's the pre-draft process going to look like as far as teams, you know, working like working out players and players going to work out for different teams? Will that stuff be settled in before draft time like that?
0: Especially if they push back the season, right? Like if they if they do yeah. start the season and it gets pushed back, who said? I think uh, Cuban said that there could be they could be playing games into August, right? <laughs> you could have a team that's like done free agency and you still play, you're still playing. Is that, that possible?
1: And that's crazy because, you know, if they put, if everything gets pushed back, then when does the calendar ever reset? Because they would still have to give players times a time off for the off season. So then if you do that, you would push back the start of next season. So then is, is the calendar just set? Like when does it, when does it reset for the most part? That's that, that part is fascinating to me. You know, how it affects free agency and all of that. A question that, so speaking of that, and teams bringing or them coming back at a, a certain point, coming back from the hiatus. I heard this question, you know, throw out there saying, in this day of age of like player safety and where we're at with sports science and all of this, how is that going to play into teams just coming back and just straight up playing? How much of a head start before? like an actual game is played how much of a head start are they are they going to have to give teams before they're playing a meaningful game and even to an extreme of what if you know people are just throwing out all kinds of different uh, opinions and different ways that they could you know go on with the season and one of those things that people are throwing out there is like what if they just call the regular season and then they bring you know they start the NBA back with the playoffs whenever you know the playoffs could be that's going to be crazy if you think about it that way. If a team goes from, you know, let's just say a month off or whatever it is to playing a playoff game, the most intense yeah. like environment you could think of, how does that, like, how does player safety and sports science and all of that stuff factor into that?
0: Yeah. How do you keep guys in shape is another question, too um you know do guys just keep conditioned on their own do guys that come down with this i mean it, it is a sickness right like it's not like they're gonna be feeling 100 uh, percent for a little while either and so it's interesting to think about when uh when they do reset is everybody just gonna be disjointed is team chemistry gonna be the same are we gonna be seeing brand new teams that you know uh you know it, and what, we're gonna what's see gonna the opposite. What, what's gonna separate these te- these teams too
1: the opposite end of the – or the pendulum's going to swing the whole other direction because all we hear about now is how much players play and games played and minutes and people yeah. resting well, rest and all this rust. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then – it's gonna and how that affects people's health and players' health come playoff time and they need to be healthy come playoff time. Well, the pendulum's about to swing the whole entire other direction if they take another month a month and a half off and then they come back for the playoffs. And then when is the first article that is going to come out and be like, well, they're not healthy. Like this isn't fair for them because you know they haven't been playing for how long. And then we're going to get all of this science and all of these stories about. How that big of a layoff doesn't help them either, and how the first time somebody gets injured, can you imagine this? If there's a month and a half off or however, a huge break, they start with the playoffs and somebody gets hurt in like the first few games of the playoffs. People are, are going to like directly say, Look, I mean, they didn't have enough time to ramp up. They've been off for so long, they didn't get back in their groove. And so I, I'm just, I'm so curious on. What that will look like if the if it does go that route, because they would have to give teams, I mean, what at least two weeks of practice probably. I mean, at least before they would
0: start back up games, I would assume. Two weeks of you're practicing what five days a week? Like I don't even know what that looks like. I know like, what's the schedule? Yeah. How do you you know how many practices can you have? You know they do training camp and preseason. We even still at the beginning of the season, it seems like people are rusty.
1: Yep. I think I'm like bring team scrimmages, you know, as, as far as like their own preseason games or, um. So okay, let me ask you this. I have a question. Do we need to take a break? Yeah, coming up, Isaac has a question. <laughs> Isaac has a
2: question. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Isaac, All right, Isaac. what's your question?
1: So on yesterday's pod, we, we were trying to <laughs> the greatest find... The tease we've ever done. <laughs> that was an incredible tease. Coming <laughs> so up next. Friday
0: show with no games.
1: Um one of one of the things yesterday we mentioned on the pod was hey if you're if you're trying to find any type of silver lining or any type of thing you could try to look at from positive way or how can the Mavericks take this extended break and make the best of it? It it helps a team like the Mavericks because they're trying to, you know, come come back and get healthy, you know, some key members of their team. So on a non Mavericks angle of this, what teams across the league, let's just say I know it's a minimum of thirty days. Let's just let's say thirty to sixty day break. What teams across the league does this benefit the most? Does this break benefit the most?
0: Can the Nets be one? <laughs> the Nets is fascinating. They got, they're not going to get Durant back. Like that's not. I don't think that's a thing. Really? <laughs> I mean, How far if would they, they have play to push into, this they play season? Into August, back? maybe. Right. Like if it, if it goes all the way to there.
1: I, yeah, I wonder. It, it. I guess it would just depend on how far they push the season back. I would assume they still probably wouldn't at that point. Um, but I'm looking. At, yeah, like a team like Dallas. Obviously, they have players that you know need to get healthy. What about it? Here's here's a big big team for me. What about Portland? Portland's sh- trying to get Damian Lillard back healthy. He's been unhealthy a little bit. Nurkic, yeah, they Nurkic were back. they were supposed to welcome back. You know, this coming week. I think the 15th or 16th. Team like Portland, who's what three and a half games back from Memphis. I I just can't imagine
0: them playing regular season games, right? Like if we come, if it comes back, I just imagine them jumping straight into the playoffs.
1: See, I don't know. I mean, if it's a two, if it's a legit two week thing, or if it's, I mean, not a two week thing, if it's a legit thirty day thing, I could totally see them playing the last ten games of the regular season or something like that. I don't. I'm curious on if teams will sign, if teams will want to, or owners will sign off on just starting with the playoffs. Because I, th- I feel like some of them would, would view the would view a handful of games of the, at the end of the regular season as like a preseason for the playoffs. I don't know if
0: they're in the position to get a choice on this. I guess so, right? Like I, I just well, I just don't know how that process. No works. one knows. I mean, this is still so uncharted. Like. <laughs> We're waiting 30 days for them to reassess and then they'll figure out. I mean, maybe they have some preliminary ideas on what they wanna do, but we don't even know when this is gonna go down. So, But a team that this would impact the most, like a rest period, the Mavericks have to be one of them, right? Because of Luca's hand yeah. and wrist and all that stuff. All the play, I mean, Seth being out, Dorian was just out, Porzingis' his knee and everything. The Lakers have to be one with LeBron, right? Like LeBron getting this break. Would you say it positive or negative? It could be, yeah, it could be either because LeBron seemed to be ramping up and it's he seems exactly. to be playing his best basketball right now.
1: Because that, because if you look at it from, okay, let's, well, okay, we'll go we'll go back and forth. If you look at it from the angle of like who who would is there a team that it would impact like in a negative way? I would look across the league and be like, all right, who's rolling right now? Like, who, who has everything clicking? Who has everything going? And for me, I, I honestly would look at the Lakers and be like, hey, y'all are the best team in the league right now. You're, you know, you have a guy that's in the MVP conversation. Um, no, they don't at all. But you, they have a team that's rolling right now, and, will a break kind of affect chemistry will it affect their on court play? Will it affect somebody like LeBron who is 35 and who is rolling and stuff right now? Will the break help him or hurt him? We've never seen somebody really his age perform at the way he is, which is, I mean, we're, I'm just waiting for him to get old at some point and he just never does, uh, except for his social media. <laughs> but I just, I, I wonder how the break would. Yeah. I wonder how that would affect LeBron, but, what about Milwaukee and Giannis? Does that help? Does that hurt them? I mean, I mean, getting he's rest. Probably, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's been out the what past couple games. He was supposed to uh, be out another game, I think. After after that, missed what two or three games at least. And
0: I mean, it at least helps him get a little healthier. Here's one, Philly. That's true, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid have both been dealing with some injuries, and that could super help them, get, get, giving them some extra time. That is true. I didn't think about that one. That one's a good one. That's a, that's a sneaky team that could come back. and I mean, they can, they can play with anybody if they're playing at their peak. Yeah. Another one, Atlanta.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> have I'm to sorry.
0: get those 10. Got to get those 10 games.
1: I... The only reason I care about Atlanta is I just got to see more games from Vince Carter. That's all I need. No playoff push for me. How Man,
0: we have to do a Vince Carter like retrospective on this on this pod during this break, I think.
1: Oh, we have to do a Vince Carter pod. Let's do a
0: full Vince Carter. That's a good idea.
1: Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> this is gonna be, I'm gonna have to emotionally prepare for this. Vince you know, there's three teams in the league that have not won twenty games. The Cleveland Cavaliers at nineteen games. Which shout out to freaking Kevin Love. Incredible yeah, gesture cool. by him today, donating a hundred thousand dollars to arena workers and everything. like That's just, I'm hoping more players across the league. I thought I saw Cody Zeller tweet out something yesterday about it too, saying, hey, I'm willing to give money towards arena workers and all of that. Uh, I'm hoping players across the league and owners like Mark Cuban and stuff uh, will, will jump on board with that. And speaking of Cuban, man, <clears throat> Mark Cuban, and he's been on, I think he was on ABC uh, tonight. He was on uh, Get Up this morning, ESPN's Get Up. You know, he was obviously doing stuff with ESPN uh, the night before uh, when everything was going down. He is embracing the spotlight right now, as far as speaking on it from an owner's perspective and um, kind of leading the charge of that. And I really respect the the angle that he, or not really the angle, but I really respect what he's doing right now, what he's voicing and. He's you know talked about on the news stuff of like hey we're gonna look at the you know the next handful of Mavs games and and that these workers would be working and how can we you know still pay them you know for these you know for these missed games and I, I just love what he's doing something that kind of went under the radar a little bit I know some people tweeted out uh, about it last night that or a few nights ago when the Mavericks uh, game happened against the Nuggets in Dallas. The Mavericks handed out hand sanitizer to every single person who came into the <laughs> arena that night, uh, which was uh, which was a cool gesture in itself, too. Like
0: That's, that's who bought ha- all the hand sanitizer. That's why we don't have The Mavericks today. bought all the hand sanitizer at Walmart, and now we don't have any.
1: I do want to read... The Mavericks uh, put out a statement today. This is Locked on Mavs, so uh, we haven't read this yet. I do want to read this. Uh, this was uh, tweeted out this afternoon. It was sent to all of us media uh, because right now uh, from a media standpoint of the Mavericks, you know, and covering the team, we're, you know, just seeing what's next too. And, you know, the Mavericks are still, you know, obviously in Dallas, um, the league is expecting players to stay in their cities, you know, with the franchise and not doing this traveling and, you know, kind of self quarantining themselves to our knowledge nobody as far as players wise have been tested at this moment that we're recording this podcast we don't know anything I don't I know I've reached out to a few people uh, that work for the team and stuff and they hadn't been tested at least a few people I have I've talked to uh, but they released this statement today and said in compliance with the league memo sent to all NBA teams this afternoon the Mavericks will cease team activities through Monday March 16th this action is being taken to prioritize the health of the players coaches staff fans and media. Mavericks basketball communication staff will update the media when the team activities commence, and there is structured media availability. And then if you have any questions, blah, 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 blah. But so basically everything's going to be shut down Mavericks-wise until March 16th, and then uh, I think they'll go from there as far as what does practice look like, what does media availability look like to players and people in the organization, and uh, everybody's just in a holding pattern right now.
0: Yep, and we're trying to figure out. Adam Silver just sent out a letter to NBA fans via email, uh, which is kind of interesting. That's cool. Um, I'll read it quick. Uh, It says, Dear Nick, that's my name. Uh, As you know, we have temporarily suspended our season in response to the coronavirus pandemic. We made this decision to safeguard the health and well being of fans, players, everyone connected to our game, and the general public. This hiatus will last at least 30 days, and we attempt to resume the season if and when it becomes safe for all concerned. If if (laughs) if and when that's interesting um In the meantime, we will continue to coordinate with uh, infectious disease and public health experts along with government officials to determine safe protocols for resuming games as we develop the appropriate course for future NBA games and events. We will keep you informed on any changes, blah, blah, blah. Tickets already purchased for postponed games will be honored when the game is rescheduled. If games are not played or played in an empty arena, teams will work with fans on a credit for a future game or a refund. So if you have tickets to games, uh, by the way, it may be you, know, you may be able to use it in a future game or they'll just do a refund or a credit for a future game. So not exactly sure. I'm, I'm sure that's a team by team thing. Uh, visit NBA.com for the safest news. This remains a complicated and rapidly evolving situation that reminds us that we are all part of a broader society with responsibility to look out for one another. That is what the NBA will continue to do, and we are grateful for your understanding and for doing and, oh, and for being the best fans in sports. Uh, the NBA got some flack recently you know, for being too slow on this, um, but I feel like the NBA acted before the federal government did, which I think should get some credit. You know, they shouldn't get all the credit, but I think a little bit <laughs> in this sense.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, if any of y'all work for um, companies or organizations or nonprofits and stuff, uh, I'm going through this right now, figuring out what um, what do you you know what do you do in this type of situation and what. I'm kind of falling back on is, I would much rather be proactive than reactive. I would much rather be be the organization, yes, the organization or the business, or whoever it is that takes the extreme measures ahead of time and gets to and is at the forefront of this no matter what everybody else is doing instead of being the person that's too late to the party and waits on everybody else and then you're having to be reactive to the situation and trying to figure out everything that's going on and then it's a disaster and so I feel like the NBA I know like you said at the beginning it was kind of rocky but ever since you know a few nights ago that it seems like they're being proactive and really the rest of the other professional leagues and ncaa uh seems like they're following suit from the nba at this point
0: yeah so uh all right we'll be back next week we have so much stuff planned uh again we'll be doing uh you know a game pod live on hot mic you guys can all join us that's 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 gonna be super fun i'm actually super excited about that hopefully we can do a couple of those a week um on hot mic so guys we appreciate you um we'll be back next week thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps peace out boom